0: Just want you to be mindful for all of those that are joining us online. We welcome you. For those that are in the house, thank you for pressing your way to the physical space. Just want you to be mindful that we are still observing COVID protocols here at St. Paul Church. So please, ma'am, please, sir, keep your mask above your nose. Uh, we would greatly, greatly appreciate that as we move forward in this worship experience. Those who are able, if you would stand on your feet, give the Lord the praise that He so richly and rightfully deserves. Hallelujah, for this is the day that the Lord has made. And I know that many of us in the house as well as watching us online, uh, only if you're able, Don't don't, don't, don't force it, amen. Here's the deal, I know that we're in the house and those that are watching us online, we lost an hour, you may have lost an hour, but you didn't lose a life. And I think that's enough reason to give God praise. Amen. So if you're watching us on Facebook, Vimeo, YouTube, or engaging in our live chat room on our church website, welcome to St. Paul Online. Our digital ministers and social media influencers are ready to engage you this morning. So if you're watching us on Facebook, share on your personal timeline. Tag people you want to invite within the post. If you're on YouTube, subscribe to our channel and text this link to your network. And if you're in the chat room on our church website, click the invite button in the chat window to share this experience with others. Amen. And if you wouldn't mind just letting us know in the chat where you're watching us from so we can give you a shout out as far as that is concerned. Amen 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 as you continue to remain standing we're going to ask the minister Eric Edwards he will come and he's going to lead us in our worship experience
1: good morning This is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. Is there anybody here to just be happy to be in the sanctuary just one more time? Through the rain, through the cloudy weather, through the muggy weather, is is there anybody here who's just glad to lift up your holy hands to give God praise? For Psalm 135 verse 3 says, Praise the Lord, for the Lord is good. Sing praises to his name, for he is gracious. Is there anybody here who's just happy? to just give God praise one more time for God being so gracious and God being so kind unto you. Join in with our choir as they sing our opening hymn, Lead Me to Calvary. Calvary. Our morning scripture will come from Isaiah 56 and you can follow along on the spring. The prophetic book of Isaiah read as such. Thus says the Lord, keep justice and do righteousness for my salvation is about to come and my righteousness to be revealed. Blessed is the man who does this and the son of man who lays hold on it, who keeps from defiling the Sabbath and keeps his hand from doing any evil. Do not let the son of the foreigner who has joined himself to the Lord speak, saying, The Lord has utterly separated me from his people. Nor let the units say, Here I am, a dry tree. For thus says the Lord to the units who keep my Sabbaths, and who choose what pleases me, and hold fast my covenant, even to them I will give in my house and within my walls a place and a name. Better than that of sons and daughters, I will give them an everlasting name that shall not be cut off. Also the sons of the foreigners who joined themselves to the Lord to serve him and and to love the name of the Lord to be his servants, Everyone who keeps from defiling the Sabbath and holds fast my covenant, even them I will bring to my holy mountain and make them joyful in my house of prayer. Their burnt offerings and their sacrifices will be accepted on my altar, for my house shall be called a house of prayer for all nations. The Lord God who gathers the outcast of Israel says, yet I will gather to him others beside those who are gathered to him all you beasts of the field come to the fowler All you beasts in the forest. His watchmen are blind. They are all ignorant. They are all dumb dogs. They cannot bark, sleeping, lying down, loving to slumber. Yes, they are greedy dogs, which never have enough, and they are shepherds who cannot understand. They all look to their own way, everyone for his own gain, from his own territory. Come, One says, I will bring wine and we will fill ourselves with intoxicating drink. Tomorrow will be as today and much more abundant. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let's go then, God, to prayer. God, we come before you on this morning just saying thank you. Oh, God, we're so gracious for another day's rising. God, thank you for enabling us to come into your house of worship. God, thank you for enabling those online to open up their computers and log in onto their telephones to hear and to experience you, oh God. And God, while your people are gathered here in the rain, God, we're expecting a mighty move of you. God, we ask that you just stop by this sanctuary, God, and allow us to feel your holy presence. God, touch us in the name of Jesus. God, you be praised in the name of Jesus. Touch somebody in their living room. Touch somebody in their kitchen. Touch somebody in their bedroom so they know that the true and living God has been experienced. God, have your way in this moment. Shed ourselves and allow us to focus on you. And God, you will be praised because you are glorious. You are holy. You are wonderful and you are mighty. So God, in every aspect of service, have your way. In the singing, God, you get the praise. In the preaching, you get the praise. In the giving, God, you get the praise. Because you're the reason why we're here. It is in your son, Jesus, the Christ's name that we do pray. Amen. You all may be seated.
0: If you love the Lord, you ought to give him a praise like you really love him. Hallelujah. You ought to give him a praise like you really love him. Come on, let's celebrate our young adult ensemble and thank God for their gift of song. Good morning, disciples of St. Paul. And good morning to our guests who are joining us in worship, those that are online and in the house. We thank God for your presence on this rainy day where we have lost an hour as far as sleep is concerned. And yet, despite all of that, we may have lost the hour, but God still gave us life. And it may be raining outside, but the pollen is being cleaned from the air. Amen. I have learned how to see the good in all situations. And so we just thank the Lord for those of you who pressed your way online, as well as those that are joining us in virtual space to our first time guests. Thank you for taking time out of your schedule to join us. And if you're looking for a church home and a place to belong give us consideration as far as your spiritual discipleship is concerned we have a baby dedication amen amen we have a baby dedication uh boston blake brown and i'm gonna ask that the family of boston blake brown if you all will come forward at this time uh, I see you all over there. If you would come and join us uh, at this time. Amen. She could sit on the front row. She could sit on the front row. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it ain't that serious. <laughs> yeah, all right. All right. Oh, yeah. The whole clan. The whole clan. Come on, let's give God praise. Man, just just stay seated. Give me the (laughs) you you hurt me trying to get around, man. You ain't gonna do that again, are you? Uh, I'm retired. You retired? retired You sure? Boy. The youngest the the, the youngest among us. Amen. Well, I'm just glad you're alive. Go duke. Amen. All right. All right. Okay. All right. Reverend Richardson, you with the family or you going to come help me? All right. Come help me. Hold this. All right. <clears throat> Thank you, dear. All right. All right. Where are the grandparents? Grandparents. All right. Grandparents. All right. Um, grandparents come to the side. Who's the godmother? I saw a godmother. Is there a godparent? All right. come, Come here. All right. And the siblings, the chillens. Amen. All right. All right. And the rest of the family and friends from near and far. Let's, let's give God praise for Boston. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely adorable. Let me just say that um, in the Baptist church, in the Baptist church, um, We don't christen babies. We dedicate them. We give them back to the Lord because they came from the Lord. And so in the Baptist church, you're not going to see us sprinkling water on the baby. You're not going to see us dunking the baby in any water. It's going to be incumbent upon you all as parents to live a life in such a way that the child will want to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ when appropriate and come and make that public confession for himself. But in the meantime, we dedicate them, we give them back to the Lord in the tradition of our African ancestors. And not only do we do that, but we also call for family and friends from near and far along with the congregation to join as far as that effort is concerned. There is a standard that God desires, and that is uh, for a man and a woman, of course, to be married. However, for me, that does not preclude, if the parents aren't married, to dedicate the child. Um, and I think that we in the church, we have to be very, very careful not to exclude children, but we need to encourage their parents to be the best co-parents they can be, as well as love on that child. So, uh, the parents, you all have a responsibility um, as far as raising this child, um And to the godmother, uh, do you know what the role of the godmother is? All right, what is that, Sister Monica? Is that right? All right, Sister Monica Roach. Yes, ma'am. What's the role of the godmother? No. No, that ain't the role of the godparent. See, I, I love using this as a teacher moment. The role of the godparent is godparent. So the role of the godparent is to ensure the spiritual and religious nurturing of Boston. So if they don't take Boston Church, you gotta take Boston Church. All right, that's the role of the godparent. All right. Oftentimes people say, you know, if something happened to the parent godparent, no, they got grandparents, aunts, uncles, other folks who do that. Role of the godparent is to ensure that the child gets the religious nurturing that they, can, that they need. All right, grandparents, y'all know what y'all are supposed to do? Spoil them and send them back home. All right, yeah, spoil them. Do, 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 yeah, yeah, let them go wild like you did not let your child go wild. And then you send them back so that the parents can deconstruct what you all have done. All right, and church family, you all know that we are called to love and pray for these parents, that they will be the best. Uh, parents to Boston. So I want to say to Corey and to, I want to make sure I get your name, Sister Dillaham. Sharetta? All right. To uh, Brother Corey and to Sister Sharetta, do you as parents promise to love Boston unconditionally, pray for him, and be examples of God's grace and mercy? If so, say we do. All right. To the family and friends that have come from near and far, do you promise to do all you can to give support to Sharetta and to Corey as far as they're raising Boston in the fear of the Lord? If so, say we do. I'm going to ask that St. Paul Church family, if you would stand as well as those that are online. And do you as a church family promise to give Boston the space to be a child? To grow in the fear and the love of God and one day come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. If so, say we do. Amen. At this time, I'm going to ask if you all would bow your heads for a word of prayer. God, we come right now and we lift up Boston Blake Brown. We lift up his father, Corey, his mother, Sharetta, the family that have come from near and far. We lift them up right now and we pray that you will cover boston anything that will come against him we rebuke it right now in the name of jesus lord we pray that his parents would be the best parents that they can be and that they would show him what your love looks like so he will come one day to the saving knowledge of who jesus christ is so lord show yourself strong and mighty in his life as only you can and lord help us here at st paul church As he runs around, as he engages in various things we have for children um, to one day experience your grace and mercy by coming down the aisle to be baptized. We commend him back to you because he came from you. And it's in the name of your son, Jesus, we pray. Amen. All right, Boston. Boston Blake Brown. We dedicate you in the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, and in the name of the Holy Spirit. We have a certificate that we want to present to you. And this certificate, put it in a special place. Uh, frame it. It's not just a piece of paper, it is a certificate to let you know we've dedicated him and we got something he can play with and throw around the house. Amen. Some New Testament cards. All right. So thank you, uh, Sister Sharetta and Brother Corey, for allowing us to have this special moment with you all here at the church. And you may return to your seat. St. Paul, can we celebrate them as they make their way back to their seat? You may be seated. Amen, amen, amen. Do we have video? All right. As soon as they said his name.
1: I still can't describe it, but my feet straightened up.
2: But he looked at it, and he said, you know what? I've invested too much time. I poured into it for far too long, and I'm not going to throw
0: her away. I'm not going to throw him away, but I'm going to take that same raw material and take the joker that was a bad daddy the first time. is there something you're attached to that's bigger than you that gives you the energy to wake up in the morning that means your life is bigger than your job your life has to be connected to a calling and when your life is connected to a calling it's not my will but thy will be done amen amen we're getting ready for march gladness and we got Three of God's most gifted preachers that are going to share with us week after next. Now, I want to let you all know that week after next, as far as March Gladness is concerned, a couple of things are going to be happening. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, we're going to have Dr. Reginald Sharp, Reverend Shalita Fumbi, and Dr. Freddie Haynes will be preaching at Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday night. Then on Thursday... The Gospel Choir of Elizabeth City State University will be giving a concert here at the church on that Thursday at 7 o'clock. So we're going to have preaching and we're going to have singing as far as a lot of things to do that week. Here's the deal. We're going to feed you Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. All right. So you have no excuse. If you want to come grab a eat, grab something to eat and fellowship, you can do that. On Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, we're going to feed you. and Then we're going to go into worship and be blessed by these gifted preachers as far as the gospel is concerned. Then on that Thursday night, uh, Elizabeth City State Choir will be having a concert here at the church. And so we pray that you will join us as far as that endeavor is concerned. Amen. Amen. I want to take the wonderful opportunity at this time to uh, welcome uh, 23 new disciples that we will be given the right hand of fellowship. Would you all stand? Would you stand? And St. Paul, can we, if you're able, if you're able, would you stand? St. Paul, can we celebrate our new brothers and sisters? They have gone through six weeks of Christian education orientation. And today we're going to give them the right hand of fellowship and we're, what shall I say, the right fist bump. Amen. And uh, give them certificates of membership uh, to be part of the St. Paul Church. I want to thank you all for pressing your way every Saturday at 10 o'clock from 10 to noon to join us as far as that teaching is concerned. Let's give God praise for them one more time. You may be seated at this time. I want to let you all know, St. Paul, those that are watching us online, uh, as well as those that are in the house, I want to say, as your pastor, how godly proud and divinely delightful I am to be doing life with you all and to be your pastor. You are the most gracious, generous church that I know. I want to let you know that your gift to our brothers and sisters in Liberia is going to be a blessing indeed, part of the Lord Carey Wise for state collaboration. We had as a goal $5,000 and 10 barrels of goods. We raised $11,186 and we're shipping 23 barrels to land over Maryland give yourselves a round of applause i want to ask any and everyone that either gave a dollar brought goods helped pack did something would you please stand at this time if you did something come on let's give yourselves as well as others a round of applause I want to thank the Chappelle Memorial Baptist Church here in Charlotte, Springfield uh, Memorial Church in Stanley First Baptist West here in Charlotte First Baptist of Concord New Zion Baptist Church, Greensboro New High Springs, Stanley, North Carolina Ebenezer Baptist Church, Charlotte Green Creek Baptist Church Rutherford, North Carolina and New Jerusalem Community Church in Durham and I want to thank our North Carolina coordinators our Board Chair, Sister Gwen Garnett Lisa and Tisa Murray and Deborah Dalton, thanks to the St. Paul Ministries that coordinated efforts here. Our Women of Worth, our Men of Valor, the Men on Mission, the Mission Ministry, and our church staff, our brother Elson Baldwin, brother Jody Nance, brother Roosevelt Johnson, Deacon Karen Archibald, Sharon McNanis, Reverend James Burney, and Dr. Monica Rittman, and most importantly, you, for your graciousness and your generosity. Let's give God praise one more time. They're going to be blessed beyond measure. Amen? Amen. This month, um, March, is Women History Month. Our Kaya panel is going to be telling the story of our Women of Worth. So the Women of Worth with Social Justice will host a multiracial Multi-generational joint panel discussion entitled "Women Who Tell Our Stories" on Wednesday, March 29th at 6:30 p.m. So you'll be getting a link for that. Uh, also, just want to let you all know that um, on April the 2nd, one of my favorite preachers, the Reverend Dr. Joel Gregory, will be preaching our Palm Sunday service. And if you've never heard him, trust me, you'll never forget him. He is one of God's most gifted preachers as far as the country is concerned and the world. And I want to put on your mind, Resurrection Sunday, second Sunday in April, second Sunday in April. Our mass choir will be in full swing, and we're looking forward to having them with us. Amen. We will not have Sunday morning live, that service, and we will not have youth church We will be in here for Resurrection Sunday. And I need to also put on your hearts and minds that we will be celebrating 123 years of existence next month. Let's give God praise for that. 123 years of congregational fellowship and doing work in the kingdom of God. Uh, And I'm I'm asking to prepare your hearts and minds, all adults 18 and older, prepare to give a sacrificial special offering of $123. Uh, $1 for each year the Lord has allowed for the St. Paul Church to be in existence, and we will give that on the fourth Sunday as far as our church anniversaries is uh, are concerned. Let me just say one more thing, then we're going to transition to prayer. St. Paul has been chosen as one of seven faith-based organizations to be a hub for persons who are dealing with mental health challenges. We are partnering with mental health providers of color through the Village Heartbeat Project to do several things. Number one, provide community workshops and training, community care guides, and serve as a bridge to connect our communities through early intervention and outpatient service. And health assessment and other referrals as needed. In other words you can come to St. Paul we're going to have on certain days um, where you will be able to talk to a therapist amen a therapist online and they can help you to navigate mental health challenges now I did not get hardly any amen, but I'm going to let you all know right now that most of us need just a little bit more than prayer. You need, you need a therapist. You need somebody you can talk to. Here's the deal. Jesus and therapy works. Amen. 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 Ain't, ain't nothing wrong with seeing a therapist. As your pastor, I go see one every month. Amen. Let me say it again. I go see one every month. It's the best $185 I spend every month. You don't have to pay. All right? And the reason I go see a therapist is so I won't cuss y'all out. Y'all laughing. I'm serious. Amen. Don't look at me like that. I'm saved, sanctified, Holy Ghost filled, fire, baptized. But if I don't deal with some stuff, it comes out sideways. That's why I go see a therapist. So I won't be acting no fool. All right. So, so 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 we're offering this for free here at the church. More information will be forthcoming. Um, and please take advantage of it and share with others in the community. It's not just for us in the church. It's for anyone that feel like you're about to go over the edge and you just need a place to release. Because here's the thing. I have an earned doctoral degree, but there's some stuff beyond my pay grade. And it's some stuff I am not equipped to handle. And anyone that knows me knows I would do a quick referral Uh, to somebody that can help you to navigate some psychological and mental challenges. I will pray for you. They will talk with you. And between the two, the Lord will do what the Lord's going to do. Amen? (laughs) Amen. All right. I missed you all, so I'm just doing all this talking right now to catch up and get my bearings and to wake up. So um, we're getting ready to go to the Lord in prayer. And as we prepare to do that, uh, we want to lift up the family of uh, Felix Bird, the husband of uh, Sarithia Bird, his services uh, will be held uh, on Monday, tomorrow, March 13th, here at St. Paul, quiet hour at 11, services at noon. We also want to lift up the family of Sandy Jr. Thompson, the husband of Lucille Thompson. His services will be this Friday, March 17th, here at St. Paul, quiet hour at noon, services at 1. And the family of Elder Ronald Roberson, the husband of Maxine Robeson, those services were yesterday. Daughter Sherita uh, Robeson-Marnie, uh, as well as the family of Beatrice Whitner, those services were yesterday at St. Paul. Elder Robesons were Friday. And the family of Rosalind Sasser, uh, godson of Deacon Dot Barnes and Deacon Mal Boyd, and those services were yesterday. At Roseboro Mortuary here in Charlotte. We want to continue to lift up Deacon Mary Murphy, uh, Ernest Moba, Marlene Williams and of course our Pastor Emeritus, Reverend Dr. Paul Drummond and Lady Thomasina and we want to lift up Eric. Um, Eric thought he was fast slammer jamma and uh, he discovered that uh, he's not and so we know you got a long rehab ahead but we want to lift you up in prayer And so um, 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 we're going to ask that you you pray for yourself (laughs) as well as others. And I'm not going to press you to stand up, man. I think the Lord will hear you sitting down, all right? Okay, all right. Go ahead and take us to the throne of grace.
1: God, we come before you. One just saying, thank you for your goodness. God, to be honest, we're... Already in this third month of March, and we recognize that it's because of you while we have made it to where we are. God, thank you for your faithfulness, for being closer than a friend, for being with us when we were lost, God, for keeping your eye on us. For as one of the Psalms say that you knew us even in our mother's womb, oh God, thank you for just your relationship and intimacy with us. And God, I say thank you for your son, Jesus Christ, our Savior. Jesus, thank you for that great work that you accomplished on Calvary. Jesus, thank you for going down for our sins, but rising for our salvation. Jesus, thank you for your presence. And God, we thank you for that great guide and comfort to the Holy Spirit. Thank you for coming into our lives, oh God, to lead us down your paths and to keep us according to your ways. God, we come before you this morning with heavy heart, God, knowing that so much is happening in this world. God, when we look on an international scale, there's so much going on that we just have to wonder, God, why is this happening? God, the destructive earthquake in Turkey and Syria. Last time I checked, killing over 47,000 people. God, we ask that your Holy Spirit go over there and be with those people. That you help them to rebuild and to rebuild better. God, and to allow them to live the flourishing life. God, those in Ukraine dealing with this war that's still going on. Millions displaced, losing loved ones, losing their home. God, be with them and allow peace to reign on your planet. God, be with those who are struggling in Africa, those who don't have water, those who don't have food, those who don't have electricity. God, be their supplier. Take care of them. And allow them to also live abundantly in the name of Jesus. And God, when we come back here to the United States, there's stuff going on here as well. Politicians that seem they don't have our best interests at heart. God, leaders in the community who seems like they're still just only looking out for themselves. God, in the time as such, we ask that you move on the hearts of our elected officials and allow them to actually do what we are wanting them to do. God, we ask that you come into our own finite situations and to change our lives. For God, you know everything that's going on in our life. God, all of the burdens, all of the lamentation, God, all of the grief. So God, whatever we're dealing with right now, oh God, we lift it up to you. Because we trust, God, we know that you can take these prayers, turn it around and do something amazing with it. We know that you can heal our broken heart, God. We know that you can fix our seemingly unrepairable situation. God, we know that you can do all things in our lives. So God, we turn everything over to you right now in the name of Jesus. God, poverty, we turn it over to you right now homelessness we turn it over to you right now God those who are hungry we turn it over to you right now God those who are able to help put it on our hearts to help those God who need help so that we can do your good and perfect will in this planet God, thank you for how you're moving in this church. God, use us to continue to be a light to this community, to continue to do good work around the world, oh God, so that your people can know that you are definitely here working and that your kingdom is alive and active. Oh God, and as we close this prayer, I ask that you forgive us of all of our sins. God, some of us came into church this morning having already messed up. And God, we just truthfully say that we're sorry. God, sorry for making you mad. Sorry for hurting you, oh God. Sorry for failing you yet again. But watch this, oh God. Please send your Holy Spirit into our life and help us to get back up and help us to do right and to put a smile on your face so that you can look at us and say, this is a servant that I'm pleased with. Oh God, use us for your glory. Turn us over to you. Take our will, reshape it, and remote it into after your own heart, oh God. And allow us to be your hands and feet on this world. This is our prayer, oh God, in Jesus' name. Amen.
0: Amen. If you feel that God is answering that prayer, can you give God praise right now? <clears throat> Hallelujah. <clears throat> Beloved, it is time to give. It is time to give. It is time to give. And as we prepare to give, as others are coming in, as we prepare to give, there are several ways you can give here at St. Paul Church. The first one is by mailing check or money order to the church at 1401 Allen Street, Charlotte, 28205, or by dropping off check, cash, or money order here at the church. Call the church office first at 704 three three four five three zero nine to make sure someone is here to receive your offering and put it in the safe for the count the other way you can give is through our website ACS or church life and then you can also give through the app called GiveLify. and if you don't have that app on your smart device go to your app store search for GiveLify, download it search for st. Paul Baptist Church Charlotte North Carolina Connected to your favorite credit card and in three clicks, you can give. So however you're giving this morning, or if you have already given, uh if you're giving digitally, or if you have a physical offering, those that have a physical offering, there's a basket on the outer aisle. We're gonna ask at the appropriate time that you would take that basket, pass it down, and place your offering in it. So however you're gonna give this morning, um, or if you have already given, just Put your offering in your right hand or raise your right hand. We want to give God what's right, not what's left. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. God, we come to you right now, and we thank you for the ability to partner with you in giving. We give out of love and obedience. We give because there's a blessing connected to giving. We give because your word has commanded it. And we give not grudgingly nor out of necessity, but cheerfully. Why? Because you love the cheerful giver. For those that are practicing the discipline of giving tithes and offerings, bless them according to your word. For those that may not be doing that but are giving something, increase their faith. And then God, for those who feel like they don't have to give anything, God, would you continue to convince and convict them that they can't beat you giving, no matter how hard they try. Take these gifts of ours and multiply them in a god way so that your word, your witness, your work, and your worship will go forth. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. For those that are on the outer edges of the aisle, if you would take the basket, pass it down. Amen. And uh, our account team will receive your offering. serve a God that will work it out for you hallelujah hallelujah let's give God praise for our young adult ensemble and how they have blessed us on this day I want to if I could call your attention to John chapter 10 verses 1 through 10 uh, for our hearing today John chapter 10 Verses 1 through 10, and I'll be reading from the New King James Version of Scripture as far as the Word of God is concerned. And it reads like this. Most assuredly, I say to you, he who does not enter the sheepfold by the door, but climbs up some other way, the same as a thief and a robber, but he who enters by the door... Is the shepherd of the sheep. To him the doorkeeper opens, and the sheep hear his voice, and he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. And when he brings out his own sheep, he goes before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. Yet they will by no means follow a stranger, but will flee from him. For they do not know the voice of strangers Jesus used this illustration but they didn't understand the things which he spoke to them then Jesus said to them again most assuredly I say to you I am the door of the sheep all whoever came before me are thieves and robbers but the sheep did not hear them I am the door If anyone enters by me, he will be saved and will go in and out and find pasture. The thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. I want to preach for the time that is mine, living the abundant life, living the abundant life. We live in a time and we deal with a culture whereby the mindset is focused on material things, accumulation of money, prestige, and gaining power. This is a problem because the pursuit for the materialistic, the almighty dollar, prestige and power has trumped love, compassion, grace and mercy in today's society. In fact, this idea about the pursuit of materialism, money, prestige and power is implicitly ingrained in this nation's founding document The Declaration of Independence, when Thomas Jefferson and those others frame these words, we hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men, they weren't talking about black folks, um, should have just said all white men are created equal and that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. But since in the Declaration of Independence they said all men, we as black folks tagged on to that, and we made that work for our good. Isn't it interesting, St. Paul, how uh, the founding fathers of this country made reference to God, and yet their view of God... Did not instill in them the decency to abolish slavery. It did not instill in them the ability to stop stealing land from the indigenous people of this country. It did not instill in them the capacity to mitigate the social mores that made women second-class citizens. Uh, Even more so, uh, there's often a conflict between what your pursuit of happiness may be in relation to my pursuit of happiness in other words uh, what makes you happy just might kill me when we think about the abundant life we are under the assumption that the abundant life is collected is connected to the material things of this world which gives me my identity and define my essence Yet Jesus opens this chapter up with an interesting discourse, an interesting teaching about the role of the shepherd and the door in relation to the sheep. The crowd back then is very familiar with the imagery because many of them knew a shepherd or two. Jesus shares with those listening How those who are labeled as thieves and robbers will try to come into the sheepfold and mess up the sheep. There's a distinction, though, between a thief and a robber. A thief uses tricks to steal from you. A robber uses force to take something from you. The thief has to sneak in to steal the sheep but a robber will use brute force and mug the sheep into submission. But the shepherd has a different demeanor, character, and agenda. The shepherd's intent is to make sure that the sheep are cared for, that they are well fed, that they are protected from the elements and from intruders. He also states how the sheep know the voice of the shepherd and that the sheep will not follow the voice of someone they do not know however those who were listening did not quite get what Jesus was dropping on them so Jesus had to break it down in verse 7 Jesus says listen you all look kind of puzzled you look confused so let me give it to you where you can handle it I'm the door and if anyone's going to be saved they got to come through me Then Jesus makes this very profound statement that so many of us take out of context. The thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. I have come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. Jesus Christ's entrance into the earth realm was more than to help Israel overcome the oppression of the Roman government. Jesus came into the earth realm to make a profound difference in the lives of those who know him on a first-name basis. If one is going to have abundant life, you will not have that life apart from the one who is life. We cannot have abundant life apart from the one who can provide for your needs Take care of your enemies, lift up a bowed down head, and encourage your weary heart. However, there are those living an existence of captivity, catastrophe, depravity, and destruction because the enemy has stolen your joy, hijacked your happiness, vandalized your vision, and taken your peace of mind. However, Jesus has come to lift you from the doldrums of despair, the depravity of depression, the hole of hopelessness, and the ocean of oppression. To let you know that your negativity does not have to have the last word. Jesus said, I am here so that you may have life and have that life more abundantly. So how is it that you and I can attain and appreciate this abundant life that Jesus talks about? It's real easy, it unfolds in the text so beautifully that even a baby can understand it. First of all, if you're gonna have abundant life, you better have a relationship with the shepherd. This is demonstrated in verses one and two, the problem in the text is that Jesus is unfolding to them that you need to know who the shepherd is the problem with the Pharisees that were the that's the spiritual religious folks back then the Pharisees they knew the scripture but they didn't know the word you missed your shout cue they, they knew the scripture but they did not know the word they were keenly familiar with the holy writings of the Old Testament that predicted the coming of Jesus Christ. However, when Jesus showed up, they didn't even recognize who he was. So the Pharisees constantly and consistently criticized Jesus because his ministry was unconventional. It was unorthodox. It was non-traditional. Therefore, because they did not recognize Jesus, they did not establish a relationship with Jesus. Now, the reason I say they knew scripture, but did not know the word, because they were able to quote the writings of Moses because, and the prophets, but they didn't recognize who Moses and the prophets were talking about. The Pharisees' problem was they were looking for a messiah that was gonna start an insurrection with the Roman government. They were looking for somebody that would come back and reestablish the physical royal kingdom of David. They knew scripture, but they did not know the word. John 1-1 reminds us that in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. And verse 14 says, And the word was made flesh and tabernacle among us in a tenement of clay." Their failure to recognize Jesus Christ as the incarnation of God in flesh caused them to miss who Jesus was. In addition, because they miss who Jesus was, they miss having a relationship with Jesus. Now, let me, if I could, put my kickstand down, because I know I'm getting ready to offend somebody, but I'm here to let you know that as Christians, as disciples of Jesus, we believe you cannot know who God is apart from Jesus Christ. I am kingly aware There are religions like Islam that proclaims Jesus to be a great prophet. I am aware that Judaism does not believe that Jesus is God in the flesh. However, we as Christians, we as disciples, we as followers of Jesus Christ believe that Jesus is the son of the living God. And we believe that he is the way to God. Does that make us arrogant? No. Does that mean some folks may be left out? Yep. If you don't know and believe that the way to God the Father is through Jesus the Son and you don't accept it, you put your earthly life and your eternal life at risk. Jesus says, if you are ashamed to own me before men and women, I'm going to be ashamed to own you before my Father. Now, let me clear up something real quick. Hear me online as well as those in the house. There is no such thing as universal salvation. Salvation is offered to everyone that believes, but everyone will not believe. If you want a relationship with God the Father, you got to accept Jesus the Son because the concept of abundant life goes beyond this world it has implications for the world to come now I know some of you all looking at me saying reverend I don't understand that I don't get that it don't make any sense why would God send others to heaven and others to hell if they don't believe on him listen I ain't God I ain't make up the rules I'm just the mailman delivering the mail And here's what I wanna impress upon you. There's some things God never asked for you to understand. He just said, take him at his word. There are some things you need to question. This ain't one of them how can you be, check this out, a part of the church of the Lord Jesus Christ and not have a relationship with Jesus because it don't make sense in your mind. That don't make any sense to me. Uh, Here's what faith is. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. In other words, if you see it, you really don't need to have faith. Uh, I don't know about anybody else. Uh, I've never seen God in the flesh, but I've seen the manifestations of God in my life. I've never seen the glory of God in the flesh, but I sure know when the Lord shows up. And it's a whole lot of stuff I don't understand about God. It's a whole lot of stuff I don't get why God allows for certain things to happen. I've just learned to take the Lord and his word. As a matter of fact, I'm at the point in my life, it's some stuff I I don't need to know as a matter of fact it's some stuff i don't want to know all i know is that i'm going to keep my faith and hope and trust in none other than jesus christ that colored man from nazareth i'm going to keep my faith and hope in the one that died on a cross for me why because my hope is built on nothing less than jesus's blood and righteousness i dare not trust the sweetest frame but wholly lean on jesus name on christ the solid rock I stand. All of the ground is sinking sand. I don't know about anybody else but I have not read in my Bible where Muhammad was crucified for my sins. I have not read in my Bible where Buddha was whipped on a Thursday night for my transgressions. I have not seen in the Bible where Abraham paid for my shortcomings. I have not seen where Moses gave up the ghost because of my wrongdoings. I have not seen where Confucius got up from the grave early one Sunday morning. Only one person did that and that was Jesus Christ. And I got to have a relationship with Jesus because these other folks uh, and some false teachers and false preachers and false religious and false spiritualities will not suffice. You better hook up with the right God through Jesus Christ because we are told for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoso Ever believeth in him shall not perish but shall have everlasting life. I know that I'm being very doctrinal right now but some of us need to know why we do what we do, why we believe what we believe, why we come to church uh, and why we celebrate this Jesus because Jesus has done for us what nobody else can and will do and that's why I call him my shepherd. As a matter of fact, David said it so simply the Lord is my shepherd I don't have any wants, any you know who Jesus is you don't have no want for joy you have no want for mercy you have no want for grace you have no want for provision you have no want for life why because he is joy and he is grace and he is mercy and he is forgiveness and he is God and when you have Jesus you got the very essence of God in the flesh uh uh, if you also have this abundant life, you better listen to the voice of the shepherd. It's right there. It's right there. Verse 3 through 6. The voice of the shepherd. When you know who Jesus is, you become familiar with his voice. When sheep from various folds were mixed up, the shepherd would come to the edge of the sheepfold and would start speaking, calling the sheep by either a peculiar call or a whistle. His voice and in inflection would let the sheep know who their shepherd was. The sheep knew the voice of the shepherd because they had come, become accustomed to listening to the voice. They heard it day in and they out they understood the high inflections and the low notes this is because check this out they spent time with the shepherd all right y'all are looking at me kind of suspect here's the deal when you spend time with somebody you know his or her voice As a matter of fact, when Lady Pier calls me, I don't need caller ID because I know her voice. And I can tell by her voice what kind of mood she's in. Why? Because I know her voice. Am I talking to anybody in here that when you know somebody, you know their voice? You know when they go high, they're in a good mood. You know when they sound sad. You know when they're mad. You know when they're glad. Why? Because you know their voice. The way that you get to know the voice of our shepherd is by reading the word of God and by spending some quiet time with God sometimes you just need to shut up and listen to hear what God has to say sometimes you need to stop talking and just be quiet long enough for the Lord to speak to you and I declare he will talk to you and when he talks to you he ain't gonna tell you anything that contradicts digs his word. His voice has said, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live again. His voice says, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. For in my Father's house, there are many mansions. And if it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself. His voice tells you, I I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man, woman, boy, or girl can come to the Father except by me. Anybody know his voice this morning? His voice is soothing. His voice is comforting. His voice is reassuring. His voice is empowering. His voice is peaceful. His voice is powerful. His voice speaks to storms, uh, and they cease. His voice speaks to the waves, uh, and they lay down like obedient children go on bed. His voice speaks to the thunder and it shuts up. His voice speaks to the lightning and it stops flashing. His voice speaks to demons and they run. His voice speaks to the dead and they get up. I heard. Woo, I feel something pushing me right now. I said I heard the voice of Jesus say come unto me and rest. Lie down. that one. lie down. thy head upon my breast. Anybody I didn't know what the refrain is I came to Jesus just as I was I was weary worn and sad but do I have about 50 of y'all I made 50 white. I found in him Woo, a resting place and hasn't he made you glad hasn't he given you joy hasn't he shown you mercy has he demonstrated grace anybody know the voice of Jesus Not only, not only, not only must you have a relationship with the shepherd, not only must you know the voice of the shepherd, but then, beloved, you got to trust the protection of the shepherd. That's in verse 7 through 9, the protection of the shepherd. The Bible says that the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy But I have come. That you might have life and habit more abundantly. Thief, robbers. Jesus in this text refers to robbers and thieves. Who is the thief? Who is the robber? Now, I got to clear up a bad misconception. That a whole lot of folks when they read this text think it's about one thing when it's really about something else. Because a lot of us, when we quote the scripture, the thief, we think the thief is the devil. <laughs> but this text ain't referring to the devil. Teach pastor, I think I will. This text refers to robbers and thieves who were the rulers of the political kingdom and the false religious leaders. Uh-huh. The kings at that time were nothing more than puppets of the Roman government. The religious leaders were well versed in the Torah or the Mosaic law, but they did not really have a deep relationship with Jehovah. And Jesus said, if you listen to thieves and robbers, they're going to rob you of your taxes and your money, and they're going to mess up your spirituality. Come here just for a moment, because guess what? In 2023, we got the same thing right now. We got thieves and robbers. We have a political system that is doing nothing more than making the rich richer while the poor gets poorer. We have a false religious leaders who are in cahoots with the political system. We have political leaders banning certain books but don't want to regulate guns. We have white conservative evangelicals who will use the Bible to perpetuate white supremacy. They are anti-abortion, but they're not pro-life. Let the baby be born, but we won't properly feed it, we won't properly educate it, and we won't properly care for it. We got false religious leaders pushing and pimping a prosperity gospel, a name it, claim it, nab it, grab it, health and wealth. We got false religious leaders who are more cultural than they are Christian. And you ought to be able to tell the difference between a child of God and somebody in the culture. I know I'm going to get in trouble but I got my big boy pants on this morning and I ain't scared of none of y'all. The problem is we try to look more like the world than we do like Jesus and sometimes you get and start talking with church folks, you can't tell whether they saved or not. There ought to be something distinct and different from those of us who know Jesus Christ and the pardon of my sin. I'm trying to tell y'all I ain't scared of y'all and that's why we can't transform that because Cause we sound more like the culture and the culture is doing a better job of living the ethics of Jesus than church folks. Uh, I ain't trying to be like the culture. I'm trying to be like Jesus. And so that's why y'all gotta excuse me. I ain't coming in here in no blue jean jacket and no cut out jeans standing behind the pulpit and preaching the gospel. Other folks can do that. Charles Booth taught me if you're gonna be a preacher at least look like one talk like one act like one and live like one. I'm trying to be the best representative of my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I don't care if you are offended by what I wear. That ain't my problem. That's your problem. I'm here to represent the King of Kings uh, and the Lord of Lords. Uh, As a matter of fact, when you think about it, Jesus had a particular attire himself. That's why they were able to recognize him as rabbi, not only by what he said, but by what he wore and deliver me from folks uh, who walk around here trying to be everything that the culture. Jesus told us we are in the world but not of the world. Stop trying to act like the world. robbers have a major idol they have their own god called Satan thieves and robbers have their own god called Satan I know I'm getting ready to get into trouble I'm out there now and there's some stuff that as Christians as followers of Jesus that we just need to stop madness with Whew. we must understand what it is that God has called us as men and women to govern ourselves by and that is the word of God you and I I know I'm getting ready to get in trouble are not called to consult astrology tarot cards psychic hotlines to try to get a word from the Lord you got the Holy Ghost inside of you and you are to be, instead of trying to reach a tarot card reader or a psychic hotline or read the horoscopes in the newspaper, instead of opening up a newspaper or going online to see what your astrology sign is, why don't you open up the doggone Bible and see what the word of God has to say? I ain't scared of you. And that's how the enemy has messed up so many of our lives. That's how the enemy is messing up a whole lot of us right now. The enemy is using thieves and robbers to steal, kill, and destroy. All of us in here who are saved, sanctified, Holy Ghost, fire, baptized, got an enemy that's trying to mess us up. There's a thief, be it spiritual, physical, financial, emotional, mental, trying to take you out of here. And that's the purpose of the enemy, to steal from you, to kill you, to destroy you. The enemy wants to take your stuff, either by trickery or force. The enemy wants to kill you. Yep. You of life and living, the enemy wants to destroy you. That is, put you out of existence. He wants to annihilate your spirit by preventing you from having a relationship with God through Jesus Christ, so you will spend eternity in hell. That's total annihilation. The enemy trying to take somebody out of here right now. He's messing with your mind. He's troubling your spirit. He's trying to set you up. He's trying to steal your joy. He's messing with your money. Messing with your messing with your homes causing your spouse to act a fool causing your children to act crazy causing church folks not to love you the enemy is telling you you got all the time in the world you ain't got to go get hooked up with God the enemy is telling me you ain't got to accept Jesus Christ there are other ways that you can live a good life the enemy is telling you joining the church ain't going to make a difference in your life the enemy is telling you ain't no such thing as heaven or hell the enemy is telling you you ain't got to give your life to God the enemy is telling you you ain't got to make some changes to accept Jesus Christ and if you accept him you ain't got to make changes the devil is a liar now this is why I went to school cause I'm getting ready to drop something on you that when I did my little Greek study it messed me up but it made me shout the words still kill, and destroy are in the active voice in the Greek, but the subjunctive mood. Huh, here it is. The active tense means that the subject, in this case the thief, is the doer or performer of the action. The Bible says the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy But it's in the subjunctive mood. Here it is. The subjunctive mood is a mood of possibility and potential. See, church folks don't know when to shout. Here it is. What I just dropped on you is that the subjunctive mood is a mood of possibility or potential. Here's what that means. That means the action may or may not happen dependent upon the circumstances. Come here just one moment because I know I'm going to get at least three of you all. I'm going to make four. Here's the translation. What Jesus is saying, the thief might steal. The thief might kill. The thief might destroy based upon who is in your life. But I have come that you might have life and that you might have that life more abundantly here it is finally 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 beloved accept the gift of the shepherd abundant life abundant living let me take you deeper remember I just talked about the active voice in the subjunctive mood let me take you deeper Jesus says I have come that you might have life and have that life more abundantly this statement is made in the active voice and the indicative mood the active voice is Jesus the indicative move means that the statement is a state of a statement of fact and it cannot be overturned and it cannot be contradicted. I see one of y'all clapping. Here it is. Translation: uh, The enemy might steal, the enemy might kill, the enemy might destroy, but I have come to counteract whatever the enemy tries to do, and I will neutralize him on you your behalf. Uh, Your relationship with Jesus is the way to deal with the enemy trying to steal from you, trying to kill you and destroy you. Come here just for a moment which means that if you got Jesus in your life, uh, the enemy can't kill you. The enemy can't steal from you and the enemy can't destroy you. Uh huh. Yeah, why? Because I'm connected to the shepherd. Let me go ahead and get ready to get out of here. Some of us can't live life to the fullest because the enemy is always harassing us. However, I'm glad that Jesus has come, that we might have life and have it more abundantly. In other words, Jesus has come for your benefit and my benefit. He's not here to cramp our style. He's here to give us style. He's not here to mess us up. He's here to pick us up he's not here to put us down he's here to give uplift he's not here to expose us he's here to protect us therefore you can do whatever you want to do I'm gonna stick with Jesus I'm gonna stick with Jesus because why he is life as a matter of fact he is none other than abundant life this abundant life is more than life here on earth and only Until you make a commitment with Jesus Christ, will you really understand what abundant life is? Too many folks in the culture, they have cars, but they don't have Christ. They have money, but they don't have mercy uh they're able to wear gucci but they have no grace but i'm here to let you know that since i've hooked up with jesus i got everything that i need and then some y'all got to excuse me my mississippi trying to slip out but i feel like preaching it the way that I feel it. In other words, uh, my relationship, your relationship with Jesus is the way for you to overcome what the devil tries to do in your life. The only way that the enemy can steal from you, the only way that the enemy can destroy you, the only way that the enemy can annihilate you is if you don't have Jesus in your life. But I believe uh, I got a few witnesses uh, around St. Paul that ain't afraid to testify. Uh, I got Jesus in my life and since I got Jesus in my life I don't care what the devil throws at me he can only mess with me but he can't take me out good morning Saint Paul may the Lord bless you real good do I have anybody in the house that ain't afraid to testify that Jesus will give you power to handle your enemies Jesus will give you power To handle your oppressors That's the only way Our slave forbearers Were able to make it through slavery That's the only way Our civil rights ancestors Were able to fight and march And protest in the deep south And the north Because they had Jesus On their side I'm closing y'all May the Lord bless you real good But is there anybody Here in the house that know it's some stuff you ain't got to put up with. You don't have to put up with abuse. You don't have to put up with hell. You don't have to put up with mess. You don't have to put up with mediocrity. You don't have to put up with average. You don't have to put up with a bad marriage. You don't have to put up with misbehaving children. You don't have to put up with crazy parents. You don't have to put up with negative Negroes because God wants better for you. And is there anybody here that ain't afraid to testify? I got the Lord on my side. Can I tell you who's on your side? Anybody got the captain of salvation? The mighty warrior? The lion of Judah? The conquering king? The battle axe of the universe? A strong tower? Your refuge and your strength? Is there anybody here that knows you got the king of glory? On your side. Anybody here know you got wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Don't gonna have found but help. Look to Jesus, who's the author and finisher of your faith. Good morning, Saint Paul. May the Lord bless you real good. But do you want abundant life? Get it. Do you want a great life? Get it. Do you want a rich life? Get it. Do you want a full life? Get it. Do you want a healthy life? Get it. Do you want a prosperous life? Get it. Do you want victorious life? Get it. Do you want eternal life? Get it. Do you want a godly life? Get it. Do you want a blessed life? Get it. Do you want love in your life? Get it. Do you want great In your life, get it. Do you want peace in your life? Get it. Do you want forgiveness in your life? Get it. Do you want wisdom in your life? Get it. Do you want salvation in your life? Get it. Do you want Jesus in your life? Get it. 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 Get it? Say yes. Say yes. Say yes. Some writer said it so correctly. I came to Jesus. I came to Jesus. Just as I was messed up, ratchet, a wreck, going through hell, I came to Jesus just as I was weary, worn, and sad. But I found in Him a resting place. And hasn't He made you glad? Listen listen I don't know about anybody else but I'll rather live my life as if there's a heaven and a hell and die and find out it does not exist than to live my life as if there is no heaven or hell and when I die realize it is I stand before you right now. I want to give you this opportunity to come to know who Jesus Christ is. Deacons that are here, would you come? Yeah, feel the owls. I want to extend to any man, woman, boy, girl that's here right now the opportunity. To get to know who Jesus Christ is in the pardon of your sin. The beginning, the entrance, is very simple. By you confessing faith in Jesus Christ. But that's just the beginning. That's the starting point. That ain't the ending point. Confess Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Believe in him that God raised him from the dead. Put your faith in him. You shall be saved. But I want to encourage you that salvation is the opening of the door. And as long as the Lord give you health, life, and strength, sanctification, discipleship, is a daily process until you die. Don't just be happy saying, I'm saved and you ain't growing. That's how we become disciples. So I'm going to lead you in a prayer of new life, a prayer of a brand new start. And if this prayer fits you, I want you either online or in the house to make a decision for either Christ or the church. All heads bowed, all eyes closed, repeat after me, God, I want abundant life. And in order to have abundant life, I got to have Jesus so I believe you sent Jesus to die for my sins I believe he died on a cross I believe you raised him from the dead and I believe one day he's coming back but until then give me your Holy Spirit forgive me of my sins help me be the person you want me to be. I surrender to you right now as my Lord and my Savior, in the name of Jesus, I pray this prayer. Amen. Keep those heads bowed just for a moment. If you're in the physical sanctuary, you just prayed that prayer and you like, I don't know where I stand with God, but if you prayed that prayer and you meant it in your head and your heart. Salvation is yours, and I'm not just saying you just saying words, just say it, but you believe those words, you trust those words. Salvation is yours. And if that was you, and you know you didn't have a relationship or you weren't sure, but you meant those words, it's yours. And if that's you, would you do God the wonderful favor of holding up your hand right now? If that was you, you prayed that prayer, you meant that prayer, would you hold up your hand in this sanctuary right now? Would you hold up your hand? In this sanctuary hold up your hand in this sanctuary hold up your hand in this sanctuary if you have your hand up want you to do God the wonderful favor put a smile on God's face if you got your hand up come on down right now I want to resource you with some information to help you to know this wonderful decision you've made for Christ right now if you have your hand up would you go ahead and come on down right now go ahead and come on down ain't nobody gonna look at you crazy we're going to celebrate you. Give God praise for you. Go ahead and come on down right now. Go ahead and come on down right now. Walk them all the way down. Walk them all the way down. God bless you, my sister. God bless you, my sister. Will there be another? 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 St. Paul, we could do a whole lot better than that. There ain't many of us in here. But we can make the cheer of a thousand. If you are watching us on Facebook, on our church website, type in Salvation in the chat when our digital ministers will reach out to you and let you know what the next steps are. If you're watching us on YouTube on telephone, uh, listen to us on telephone, email us at connect at SPBCNC.org or call the church office at 704-334-5309. Leave your name and your number, a good number where we can reach out to you by 5 o'clock tomorrow. Somebody's going to contact you let you know what the next steps are. Amen. 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 If you're in the house and you're saying, listen, Pastor, I'm saved, I know who Jesus Christ is, but you, ain't, you don't have a church home. You run around, you're searching, you're trying to find a place to belong. I want to let you know, uh, as, as the pastor of St. Paul, I would love to be your pastor. And these men and women would love to be your brothers and sisters in Christ. If you're in the house right now, you're looking for a place to belong, you're looking for a place to grow, St. Paul is a great place to do that. And we would love to have you part of our fellowship. If you don't have a church home or you haven't consistently been going to a church and you're looking for a place to connect, to be lifted, to be inspired, would you hold up your hand? Would you hold up your hand? If you're looking for a church home, would you hold up your hand? Hold up your hand. Hold up your hand. Hold up your hand. Hold up your hand. If you're looking for a church home, hold up your hand. Hold up your hand. Hold up your hand. We would love for you to be part of our wonderful growing congregation. Would you hold up your hand? Amen. If you're watching us on Facebook or on our website, would you type in Connect? Uh, type in Connect. One of our digital ministers will reach out to you. Or if you're in the area, just for the meantime, you could put Watch Care in the chat, and one of our digital ministers will reach out to you, and let you know what the next steps are. If you're listening to us on YouTube or on the telephone, email us at connect@spbcnc.org at or call us at the church office and leave your name and your number. And by 5 o'clock tomorrow, somebody's going to reach out to you. St. Paul, can you help us celebrate these two lovely sisters that have taken the walk, that have come? I'm going to do a fist bump, dear. God bless you. God bless you. Welcome to St. Paul. Welcome to St. Paul. We're wonderfully delighted that you all have come. Um, we're going to take you to uh, a place in the back. Can you help her with this? She's going to help you with that. Now, how, how old is your baby? eight months you want your baby dedicated all right hey Deb, come get our information we're gonna dedicate the baby before the baby get too big it can lift me all right we're gonna dedicate your baby real soon but in the meantime I want you to follow sister weathers amen let's give God praise oh we could do a whole lot better than that All right, let's stand, let's stand. Now, yesterday I was looking at some pictures. I was looking at some pictures uh, from um, the men, Pack and Barrel, and I saw Brother Joe Weathers. I don't know if he's in the house today. Joe, hey, Joe. Brother Joe had hip replacement surgery about a month and a half ago, and he's in the house right now. It's good to see you, man. It's good to see you. It's good to see you. Amen. Amen. We thank God for your presence. To uh, our new disciples, um, Reverend Richardson uh, is going to take you all in the gym. Uh, As soon as the benediction is over, make your way to the gym. I'll be around to greet you in just a moment. Um, Let's close out in prayer and in our doxology. God, we come and we thank you. But Jesus Christ who is abundant life and as we leave from this place and space regardless of the weather outside we know you're worthy of the praise now God dismiss us from this place in this moment but never from your power protection or provision and keep us in your sovereign and omnipotent care now unto him who is able to keep us from falling and present us faultless before the presence of his glory with all exceeding joy To only wise God our Savior be glory and majesty dominion and power both now and forevermore. Let us sing together the doxology. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. even more. Have a strong, blessed week in the Lord.